Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of No Content. Hopefully this time with no audio errors, no internet <laughs> errors. Hopefully finally everything has returned to normalness in our audio and in our podcast and stuff. I'm Kubo, that's Pixel. How you doing, Pixel? I'm doing all right. How about you? Doing good, man. Doing good. This this week, this past week went by, in my opinion, pretty fast. Um, yeah. So, um, I, I don't know. Just it just nothing special happened. Like absolutely nothing special happened. It just went by really fast. <laughs> in, in in my opinion, or whatever. A lot of a lot of behind the scenes stuff for me uh, on Twitch. Uh, I'm working mm-hmm. on a couple of projects that I can't disclose. Uh, I can't disclose, oh, and I haven't cool. been disclosing, uh, just because if they do end up. Th- like falling through i don't want to like give hype to people or whatever um with that as well so i'm just kind of like oh you know there's stuff in the works but you know there's you know i don't know there's this craziness that happened or whatever but a bunch of twitch stuff behind the scenes uh i don't want to get too much into it because i have a podcast dedicated to it but uh pokemon go fest which is like the go which is like the twitch con for pokemon go was this weekend um, and then I've been working on my own personal projects and kind of been stepping away a little bit from Twitch, uh, which is oh, probably really? good. Yeah, just a little bit, not streaming as much or taking more days off. I don't know if I'm going to do it long term, but I'm thinking of um, maybe streaming only like three or four days a week instead of like every day, but then compensating it by having longer streams. So right now I'm streaming like every day almost except one day for like two and two to like three hours i say two to three hours but it's more of like two hours if lucky but i'm thinking of maybe just stepping away and just maybe doing a stream like every other day or like three times a week and maybe like three or four hours um while i like streaming i do realize that um like the like i think for me at least it's like the time invested equated to like the growth of the stream while it's been really good. I just feel like I can put effort into other things. Like once I started like these other projects, I kind of was like, I should probably focus on these projects more and like put Twitch on the back burner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, totally. so, you know, we will see, we will see. How's your week been, man? Uh, it's been all right. I've actually just been playing some, um, ghost of Tsushima. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um, you actually you did your homework um if you guys if you guys don't know what we're talking about i told pixel that he should probably stream and he actually streamed which is very impressive to me i think you streamed twice <laughs> two times two days in a row right well there's a day in between oh. but yes i did oh, okay <laughs> okay I, okay and um i mean that's pretty that's pretty good uh on you or whatever um so yeah, i guess two and a half years yeah right i think like the last time we played was like hand simulator or whatever um, so, I mean, so here's, here's the question for me is that, um, okay. So I guess we'll just kind of start off with everything really. So the reason why we first, uh, I kind of first told you that you should stream is to test out the PlayStation four, I guess like built in streaming, uh, thing that it has. Mm-hmm. So I guess just really briefly, um, overall thoughts on that. I mean, would you, I guess, uh, would you, rec- would you, will you continue to use it? And then also, would you recommend it for people who maybe can't like, um, basically like stream with like a capture card? Cause I do know that you can plug in like a USB webcam and actually use that as the camera input on the PlayStation four built in streaming. So would like you recommend this even for like somebody who's just starting streaming or are 
what do you think about the whole thing? It is totally meant for someone starting out streaming. Like it is no fuss, no muss. Like you don't even have to mess with like stream keys or anything like that. It, it just oh, wow. like logs into your Twitch account, gets the stream key automatically, and then you just hit the start broadcasting button and you're live. It is probably one of the most simple interfaces I've ever had to like deal with. Mm-hmm. And it's I, I would recommend it. Like if you don't care about having a cam, you like you just you can go live within minutes. All you have to do is yeah. like just sync your PlayStation account and your Twitch account and yeah, you're 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 live. So I think it's completely like easy and beginner friendly. Like I, I would recommend it for anybody like starting out. Um if you want anything more than that, like if you actually want to have a cam, I haven't tested that, but like if you want to have something like overlays and um, any anything like more than just a cam and just a capture, like right. you're gonna have to go with a PC and a capture card. Yeah, I feel like this might be good for people who are like maybe they just want to stream like to show their friends something or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or just like very early steps of streaming, like very early steps of streaming. Um, mm-hmm. I will say one of the things that I thought was pretty interesting, because uh, I used it way back in the day, and I'm not sure how much it's changed. The, these settings are probably in there still. But it was really interesting when I was playing at the time, certain cutscenes actually would be blocked from the stream. And it would give like this blue box that said that it was like not showing stuff. I also like how if you go back to like the home menu or like your friends list, it actually does like cover that stuff up and like mute mm-hmm. your stream like automatically. So it does look pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I've had a couple of friends who started streaming from their PlayStation or Xbox and then just ended up getting like stream elements or Nightbot in their chat to moderate. But then mm-hmm. also to do that thing where like it posts in chat when someone follows or subs. So that's like how they get their notifications instead of like this mm-hmm. crazy overlay, you know? Yeah, there, there, there's not that many options that you can actually mess with. Um, one of the things that I wish there was an option for was somehow removing that counter that pops up whenever someone joins the stream or yeah. someone comments. Yeah, and that gets embedded into the stream itself. Yeah, that's really and, that's really annoying. <laughs> It, it is really annoying because then it looks like a high score and it's just like, I don't like looking at that. I don't like, yeah. I mean, I get why it's there. It's kind of like to alert you saying, Hey, there's a new comment in chat. Go look at it. But does like, does it update the, it updates the viewer count too as well, right? Yes. That's, that's live. So it, it updates and it pops up whenever someone new comes into the chat. Um, and it pops up whenever there's a new message in the chat. Um, so it's, I don't know. I, I really don't like it. Plus, it's still, like, gigantic. And I don't like feeling like, you know, it's it's this high score that you're trying to attain. You know, mm. like, hey, let's, hey, everybody, let's try and get to, like, you know, 200 comments in chat. Right. Or something like that. And it's just, it's kind of weird. Like, there's mm. even a larger overlay that you can enable where it actually displays the entire chat itself. Um, pretty obtrusive. Mm-hmm. But, um I don't know. Maybe that's better, but I don't really like seeing like the entire chat when gameplay is is going. Anyways. Yeah. No. I kind of get you. For my stream, I cover up the viewer number, I cover up the follower number, and the sub number until basically the end of stream, where I just kind of uh, rethink everyone for following or rethink the number of subs that we have or whatever. But in general, I really don't like seeing the viewer number because it's just one of those things where it's like. 
um, I'd rather just talk to myself and just like talk as if there are people watching. Cause I think one of the things that is really hard for new streamers uh, who start streaming or whatever is that they kind of wait until that viewer number like updates. Mm -hmm. And once it updates, then they're like, they start talking or then they start being like entertaining or chatting or whatever. But I mean like the way that uh, it was described to me uh, a really long time ago is like, in a sense, like content creators, especially like live streaming content creators are kind of like street performers. Like street mm-hmm. performers aren't just going to be like performing. Like once someone makes eye contact with them or like stops, stops walking and starts like listening to them. <laughs> right. Like they're performing regardless if there's like hundreds of people just like walking by them, like not really paying attention to them, like not really engaging at with them at all. You know? Yeah, um, exactly. Like yeah. I found myself just like talking and commenting randomly on stuff, even though there was no one in chat. Yeah, but I mean, so, I wouldn't like that pressure of, like, if I did that and then, like, that number went up to, like, 10, then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I know there's 10 people watching. Like, I don't like that. <laughs> I'd rather, like, live obliviously or whatever. And um, it also helps my mental, too, because I don't know how many people are in my stream. So mm-hmm. uh, I actually have a rule in my chat that we don't talk about, like, viewer stuff where you do get timed out because it's one of those things where, like, there's some days, like, Twitch is a mystery sometimes, right? There's some days where I'll have like 40 or 50 people in my chat and it'll be pretty active and everyone will be chatting. And then there'll be some days where there's literally like eight people in my chat, 12 people in my chat, just kind of like not really talking, but just kind of being there to like listen or like they're doing other things. So I don't really Mm -hmm. like having like that viewer number there. And that would be really annoying for me to like see that viewer number pop up, especially too for lurkers. Yeah, totally. I yeah, I totally get really you because like I finally understand that mentality because like I didn't like when that not number came up on my screen because it shows up when I'm looking at the gameplay too, not just for like chat. It's everybody sees it. So when that thing just pops up, I'm like, man, I I really don't like. It, it makes me feel it feels self conscious, you know. Like I totally get it now. And yeah. I don't like that feeling. I just kind of want to concentrate on other things rather than the, just the pure numbers. Like, right. I would rather have that chat number. I would have it rather be like a ping, like a like a dot that flashes or something like that. Yeah. Rather than a number. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think that's like one of the things too, at least for me personally, like when I was really pushing for partnership probably like a year and a half ago or like two years ago, I think you remember too. Uh, mm-hmm. It gets really stressful because it ends up being all about the numbers and all about like questioning yourself. You know what I mean? Um And the problem with partnership just in general, and I've talked about this a little bit, this is kind of going on a tangent or whatever, but I think it kind of relates to this whole numbers thing and probably why it needs to be removed from the PlayStation and stuff as well, um, is that um, it, so the road to partnership does not count, um, it doesn't count people from Chatty or Chatterino or third-party chat uh, webs, uh, chat, uh, chat programs as a, uh, as viewers. So let's say there's 10 people who are logged into chatty. My stream might say that it has 10 viewers, but that won't count towards your path to partnership. It also doesn't count raids, hosts, or embeds as well. So it has, hmm. it only counts people who are directly from like Twitch chat, right? Who are directly like on Google Chrome or whatever explore or the Twitch app itself, which like no one uses like the desktop Twitch <laughs> app or the Twitch mobile app actually watching your stream. And that's how you get your 75 viewers. So sometimes I'll have like maybe 50 or 60 viewers in my chat. Uh, And then when I used to look at my channel analytics, every stream when I was pushing for partner, it would be like there was only like 40 people. (laughs) Like it says like your viewer average is like 40 because it it like, you know, grays out all that type of stuff or whatever. So I feel like just having those numbers like constantly pop up for you as a streamer would be super stressful to me. 
like super super stressful or whatever um yeah. It, yeah. just seeing that reminder of like stuff because like what if like you're playing you have like 50 viewers with your playstation and then all of a sudden like 20 people just leave it's like oh <laughs> or like you get rated or hosted and it's like 300 people and then all of a sudden it like drops back down to like 20 like you know what i mean like that would yeah, be exactly. really like that would just not make my streaming experience fun so i personally like hide it or whatever um so so i mean yeah. you know i once i kind of like just got rid of the numbers and kind of like people chilled or whatever and just stopped caring about like the numbers or whatever that's when i think my stream became like a lot more fun and i became like a lot more engaging with the community that i didn't have as well um, yeah, but it's the reason why path to partnership is, uh, like I've talked to a lot of people in the last week or so behind the scenes who are just really stressed out, really stressed out about it. You know, the thing too, with path to partnership is that it's a sliding scale, which some people don't understand. So you need to average within a 30 day period, um, stream 25 hours, stream 12 different days, average 75 viewers, and then excluding all the stuff that we talked about. But some people mm -hmm. think that means like, oh, from Ju June 1st, 2020 to july 1st 2020 like no like if i were to look at my analytics right now which i just like really quickly pulled up uh it's 30 day performance from 628 slash 20 to 727 slash 20 uh and mm -hmm. my stream hours stream on 12 different days and average of 75 viewers is super low why because about a month ago i had internet issues so there was multiple days where i couldn't stream so now all of a sudden my average viewership is like really down so even taking like a day off of streaming or whatever, if you're like really trying to grind out to get to 75 viewers at first, is actually mm -hmm. really hard to do <laughs> on Twitch. Yeah, unless you're really like hard. a pretty unless you're like a pretty big streamer uh, or you know making content offsite and pulling people in, and you know you already started yeah. with like 100 to 200 viewers. So that explains why you see a lot of streamers starting out that like just put in insane amount of yeah. hours, like eight to 12 hours or something like that, just grinding all day long. It's just to get those averages up. Yeah, and man, it's I feel like going for these milestones, I think it was actually a toxic thing. Yeah. They put these in because I don't think it should be about those necessarily because it forces people to push for these numbers and in an unhealthy way. You know? Yeah. And it doesn't guarantee it doesn't guarantee it doesn't guarantee you also that you get those numbers too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so, so it's just like I don't know if it's a good thing to have those milestones at all. Like it's right. I, I can understand why we had them in the first place because people were asking for like transparency and how a person becomes partner. But now right. that we have that, I think looking back, it's like it's people are fixated on the numbers and getting the getting them up in any way possible. Right. Uh, at this point, in my opinion, the partnership thing is just so crazy and weird and like who gets partner, like who doesn't get partner is just so bizarre at this point that I just see it kind of like a verified badge. The the things that you get from being a partner don't really matter too much compared to like affiliates at this point. Like you don't really get that many benefits. Um, mm -hmm. For example, I have a friend. He's never streamed on Twitch before, but he works for a pretty big esports uh, company right now. And um, they gave his they gave his account partnership the other day because he is oh, a community wow. manager for this company. He has three followers and has never streamed, but through his company, he was able to just get hmm. partnership because he's a community manager for this company. So it's just kind of funny. Like it's just a verified badge basically on Twitter, like on Twitter, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, does it really do anything? Like not really. So I, I do agree with you that like the path, like um, the partnership thing, there's like so much burnout going on like right now. And I think mm -hmm. the burnout even more so is happening because of quarantine. Um, I kind of called this, but as people were in quarantine and they had really nothing to do, 
um, during quarantine, we saw like Twitch's numbers like really shoot up. Like my numbers personally shot up a lot. Um, a lot of people's numbers shot up. And now we're as places slowly reopen, not just in the United States, but all over the world as well. We're starting to see those numbers slowly go down as well as like going into like the new school year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, at least definitely for me, my numbers have been affected because I stream to like a different audience. That's not usually in America. It's usually like international for sure. But uh, yeah, I agree. Those numbers suck on the top of the PlayStation <laughs> 4 and I wish there was a way to disable them. Um, you know, another thing I wanted to add too is that it just it breeds being able to like call out lurkers and I really hate that. Um, there's a couple times where yeah. I'll pop into, um, even today, like I popped into your stream or I popped into like some of my friend's streams who stream directly from uh, PlayStation 4. Um, by the way, Xbox doesn't have this, by the way, uh, the number of viewer count thing from what I remember, unless they added it. But anyway, uh, I jumped in and I was only able to stay for like five minutes and it just kind of sucks because like I'll pop into a friend's stream and I'll just like lurk to like watch them for a little bit. Like I don't really want to engage. I don't really want to chat. I just want to see like what they're up to and then I'll leave. And it's really, it makes me feel bad because it's also one of those things where it's like number goes up and they're like, oh, hey, what's up, man? How's it going? And then like... Mm -hmm. I leave and they're like, oh, he that so that so and so person left, and, or it's like it forces me to engage, which I don't really like engaging. So it's yeah. like it just makes the whole tone or like vibe of the stream really weird. Yeah, I never liked it when you know people called out lurkers and stuff like that. You know, like I never liked that whole um, introduction right. thing that Twitch added, where you click on an emote and says like, "Hey guys, say." Oh say yeah, this is this your guy. first time you've been in the chat, and it just gets like yeah, spammed exactly. if the person's like rated or hosted. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you like, mean. I, I don't like being called out when I'm lurking because there's a lot of times when I just want to, you know, just get a vibe for how the chat behaves and like what the community is like, or I just kind of want to watch the gameplay for a little bit. Um, yeah. So like, I don't, I don't like being put in that position where, you know, the streamer calls me out and says, hey, what's up, man? I saw you just joined the channel. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I really do not like that at all. Um, that's like really, really annoying. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, I know what you mean too. Uh, you know, like, um, some people will have like their viewer lists open. I've had people who actually, like, I, I followed a streamer today because they were using my BTTV emote. Um, and I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to follow this person. Like they're pretty big or whatever. Like I'll check them out. And, and I went to the said person's stream and maybe like 30 seconds after I got into the stream, the streamer was like, oh, hey, Ryan Kubo, thanks for coming by. Like, I don't know if they saw, like, they had a viewer list or they had some third-party program or a system notification that only they can see or whatever mm-hmm. where, um, you know, it pops up the information of who just joined or something like that. Uh-huh. But I was like, uh, like, I just, I, I, you know, I just left. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, honestly, like, I just left. Like, it was just weird. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the funny oh, thing yeah. was, uh, a little bit later, I went back to their stream to check it out again, and they said it again. So then it just felt like un- unauthentic. So maybe two hours later, I came back to their stream because no one else was on, and they were like, mm-hmm. 30 seconds later, oh, hey, Ryan Kubo, what's up? How's it going? It just felt so very weird. like unauthentic. You know what I mean? That's so weird. Yeah, yeah but there was like no notification of... in Twitch chat. There was no like noise or sound. So I don't know how they were pulling up the, the viewer list or whatever. Um, they And here's yeah. the thing too. Here's the thing. They were a not a small stream. They had about 300 viewers. So I don't know how they pulled, like how they were able to to coordinate all, like, you know, to, to keep track of that. But uh, yeah, right. so I, I, I just kind of, I just kind of pieced out or whatever. Um, yeah. 
that just reminds me of like seeing I, okay so like in the past i've seen like twitter accounts that have this bot that tells or that tweets out like yeah how many people have unfollowed yeah i that hate account. that it's like it, these are your number one fans for this week at ryan kubo you know what i mean and it gives like these like statistic breakdowns like they liked a ton of your stuff or like they engaged a ton. So i ridiculous. hate those i hate those so badly yeah i know what you mean it's like how, like i don't understand like why you would ever need to show anybody that information it's just like it's almost like guilting people telling others that you know this many people have unfollowed from you or something like that right I, right i don't know it's just such a i don't know it feels gross yeah it, it does it really does um uh but yeah so i mean kind of kind of moving on uh really quickly i just wanted to plug this and then we'll kind of get to get back to the personal side of things and then also i guess your game review of the game too as well because why not oh yeah I, I kind of yeah, wanted yeah, of to, yeah. I kind of wanted to throw this out very quickly. Um, if you guys didn't know, there is a way to stream on Twitch besides OBS or Streamlabs OBS. If you guys want something super super simple, I actually had a friend start using this. He went from basically co console gaming to PC gaming, so he was looking for advice, and I was like, "Hey, we could, you know, every time someone." Uh, in my friend group, I'm kind of the go-to guy who streams. So every time someone w wants to start streaming, you know, it's they jump in a call with me in Discord, and then it's literally me as because of the way I moderate and because I've been in this platforms for so long, I like to future-proof things. So I kind of overwhelm people sometimes at times. But it was like, okay, download OBS and like do this, this, this key interval, this speed test your internet to this. Okay, like that's good. <laughs> Okay, now now go to this site. It's called StreamElements.com. Like, log in top right, do this, set up this, this, this. Okay, now get to Streamlabs, like Streamlabs.com. Then there's this, and there's, like, this overlay alert. Like, there's all this stuff that, like, they have to do. Um, and I wasn't able to jump on that call with a friend. I'll probably do it later this week. But um, he was like, I'm just kind of looking for something where he could, he could just do it, like, right then and there. And uh, I totally forgot this had come out. But there is uh, Twitch Studio, which came out. A while ago it's still in beta right now but it is basically a way to live stream on twitch via your pc very very simply um you basically just log into your twitch account connect your twitch account and it will pull your stream key uh and from there it actually can auto detect any game that you play which is pretty interesting as well so it kind of uses like what discord does so it auto uh, it auto notices any game that you're playing. If it doesn't detect a game, I believe it defaults you uh, to just chatting if it detects a webcam. So keep that in mind as well. So it was very interesting seeing my friend stream. He was playing, I think, World of Warcraft at the time, and then he ended up switching to like Overwatch. So it's kind of janky in the sense, like you can turn these settings off. So there's more customizable things on this than like a cons than PS4's console stuff. But it was mm -hmm. kind of interesting. Like he stopped playing World of Warcraft, and then it like auto switched him to just chatting because it noticed there was no game. And then he loaded up over uh, Overwatch, and then it switched him to the Overwatch category. So it was kind of funny because like in his breakdown on his VOD, it was like he was in just chatting for like one minute 30 seconds but it does have that it even has custom custom i should say but it does have follower alerts sub alerts bit alerts rate alerts mm -hmm. there is some customizable customizability to it and you can even upload your own follower image etc uh, background templates um it's totally integrated with twitch and he he got it up and running in about a minute Nice. So if you guys do want to get into streaming or you're thinking of streaming or maybe you're just like, yeah, I just want to stream to show a couple friends something. This is probably the best way to do it. Um, 
once again, everything is pretty much autoed and you're limited to the Twitch studio itself. So for example, um, if you wanted to get, like with the custom alerts, you can customize them to an extent. You can upload a pic an image and that's about it. You can't really change the font. You can change the color and the image. But if you wanted like something totally customizable using like HTML plus or something, you would have to obviously down, you know, uh, actual OBS or whatever. But it's good for like a next step into Twitch uh, if you wanted to take your stream like a little bit nicer or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's pretty it's pretty good. Uh, I would just recommend that for anyone who's looking uh, for you know starting to stream because for some reason we always get questions about uh, streaming or starting to stream or what should I do or whatever. But anyway, um, kind of moving on. So I know that I kind of I didn't force you to, but I asked you to stream on the PlayStation Four stuff, and we kind of went over that a little bit. Um, I don't know if there's anything else that you wanted to add, at least like from the UI standpoint uh, on your end from the streaming that you'd like to see changed. Um. Well, I mean, I would like to see more options, but I think that's outside the purpose of what like PS4 streaming is all about. Mm -hmm. I think it's really just about getting it up to Twitch or whatever website, you know, as fast as possible, as easy as possible. Yeah. Um, but to that end, you know, I actually went out and got a um, a capture card. Nice. What did you end up getting? Uh, I went with the Elgato. Um, nice. Elgato the, should sponsor the, yes, us. <laughs> I know, right? yeah no but uh yeah. okay so yeah i mean that kind of segues into my next question is so are you so i know that um probably about two years ago maybe at this point i'm not sure uh you were streaming i would say pretty regularly like maybe twice a week let's say i don't i don't recall you can correct me on any of this stuff i'm just throwing numbers out at this point but i know that you were kind of like regularly streaming um are does that mean with this purchase of the capture card you'll be streaming more are you uh, like what what is your feeling towards like actually being like a content creator and broadcaster which is kind of interesting to me because we've never had this discussion at least on stream or on yeah. a podcast where you're like you're kind of a new broadcaster now or right. like a new content creator right so i'm kind of interested to see like are you still going with the flow maybe you'll stream like once a month once a week are you like wanting to go kind of like a little bit more like hardcore and like kind of do like maybe once every three days or like what's kind mm -hmm. of like your deal or like maybe only when the game interests you or piques you uh you'll start streaming again like what's yeah. what's the deal and what what um, what's, what are your thought what's your thought process right now uh i'm definitely not gonna go hard with it uh starting off because i don't want to like burn myself out like early on so my intentions are just to stream when it's fun and when i have time so that leads me to have maybe like two to three hour streams and if possible something like a little bit longer but for now it's mostly just very very like short streams um just so i can kind of get used to it and you know try and keep it fun and uh just play games that i enjoy which um i found that there's not a lot of people streaming on twitch but, you know, it's double-edged sword. Like, the games right. that I play that I mostly enjoy are the ones that aren't really good spectator games. Right. I mean, that like, you're in a category that I believe, like, could be pretty popular. Um, like, you could be, like, the number one dude for it, but I get it. It's kind of like my category as well, right? Like, I play Pokemon. It's like a double-edged sword, right? Like, I have 40 viewers. I'm like... Sometimes I'm like top five or top six in the category, but at the same time, it's not the best like gameplay to watch or whatever. So there's like other things that I have to do to like 
keep myself entertained as well as keep my chat entertained, but you're not getting like tons of eyes on it. So like I totally I totally know that because like I remember like you would play I think like Stellaris is that what's called or Stellaris? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, you would be like sometimes like number two or three, but that was with like twenty viewers sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like I get what you mean. Like it's a double edged sword for sure. Yeah, totally. Like I so for for uh, reference, I used to play a lot of like Stellaris. I played RimWorld, and like more recently, I've been playing like Project Zomboid. Project Zomboid, old old game. It came out in like twenty thirteen, mm. but you know it's it's fun because it's it's The Sims but with zombies. Um, it's these are the kind of games that I like to play because it like satisfies my craving to like build and grow something and just kind of like build up a sort of like fortress i've always i've always enjoyed that kind of style of gameplay like that base building kind of gameplay and those games kind of allow me to do that the problem with doing that is that when i play like hyper focused on defense it's not exactly the most exciting gameplay right and so i didn't really feel like that was a good stream game you know it's stuff that i enjoy but like would others actually enjoy me kind of playing in that way not really you know, I I probably have to push myself past like my comfort zone and try something a little bit more creative, a little bit more like exciting to watch. Right. Um, I know some RimWorld streamers who um, purposely put um, restrictions on what they build and how they build in order to make it look more fun or you know feel more exciting. And then they just right. amp up the difficulty and you know force themselves to play in this like. Um, hyper aggressive world where everybody's like attacking them all the time right so i don't know if i would necessarily do that because then i'd just be on all the time right the the thing is too is like you also need to find kind of like a niche so i wouldn't say like exactly like you should copy them it's kind of like oh that's a good idea but someone's already done it you know what i mean sure um like I'm, I'm trying to figure out kind of like what to do as well or whatever for like my content and my streams or whatever. And I know a lot of, I know like only a few people are doing this, but it's actually, but I don't know if I could ever do it because it's like mind numbing. But there are like a couple of content creators, uh, in the Pokemon section who are basically like hunting some of like the rarest like shiny Pokemon like in the game. And there's one guy. There's a Pokemon in the game called Phoebus. And normally the catch rate for it is 1%. And he's trying to catch a shiny Phoebus. So already it's 1% to even encounter a normal Phoebus. And then on top of it, a shiny is 1 out of 512. So it's a 1% chance to get the Phoebus. And once the Phoebus rolls, it's a 1%. It's like less than 1% to even see that shiny. And he's been right. hunting Phoebus since Pokemon Sword and Shield came out. So like 167, 168 days. Insane. But it's grown his stream and like it's grown his stream like incredibly large and crazy. Uh, yeah, once again, though, he that. is a Pokemon YouTuber, so it's kind of hard to say if like this really helped grow his stream. I mean, obviously, it helped grow his stream and like make him stand out from the other Pokemon YouTubers who are streaming Pokemon Sword and Shield because most of them were just like kind of doing shiny hunting as well. But he already mm -hmm. had like a pretty large audience, like anyway. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of like it's hard to say, but you know, finding something that like kind of sticks out for those type of games might be pretty difficult for you to do unless you're just like really good. I don't know if you can be like really good at Stellaris or like Rimworld or whatever, or like your commentary is like insane. Like that would be that would be the thing. You know what I mean? It's so those games are so incredibly deep that you have to like be like a massive five head to really like understand the mechanics fully. Right. 
deep level and then like take advantage of those mechanics so all i see in those games are trends and like i react very simply to like hey what do i need right now right and then i build for that so i don't really like um think about perfect builds for certain areas and how to maximize resources it's very much like a strategy game right but on a much much bigger scale and i can't keep all that in my head uh some right. people can which is pretty amazing but like i just i very simply look at like hey do i have enough of this how do i get more of it kind of thing yeah and like um i've said this before but like there are games like there are games that just in my opinion are just not good for streaming in my opinion mm -hmm. like there are some games that are really really good for streaming uh because of the culture behind it and then there are some games that in my opinion just like aren't good for streaming or whatever um mm -hmm. like i've i've looked into it and stuff like that and pokemon's like kind of this like weird anomaly in because it shouldn't be in theory it shouldn't be a good game to stream but because pokemon is pokemon someone could be watching you play pokemon sword and shield and I've never played Pokemon Sword and Shield, but then recognize a Pokemon from, like, say, Pokemon Go or the Pokemon trading card game or from Pokemon Red and Blue. And it, like, feels that nostalgia because of, like, how long the franchise has, like, been around. But, like, mm -hmm. there are certain games that, in my opinion, are great games, but I don't stream them. So, like, one of them, which I basically have stopped streaming now, is, like, Animal Crossing, right? Like, great game, really, really enjoyed or whatever, but I don't think it's, like, that great of a game to stream because most of the time I'm just kind of sitting there, like, not saying anything, kind of, like, chilling, just, like, wandering around, like, taking my time. It's, like, really hard to commentate that. Um, another game for me that I've been enjoying a lot off stream that you know, because uh, I installed like mods for it and I was pretty excited, Stardew Valley. Great game. Really love it. Really love the passion that the developer put into that. I personally don't think it's like a great game to stream, so I don't stream it. So I, I do think, um, I do, uh, you know, I do find that like pretty interesting and kind of going back to what I said earlier in this podcast, that's what I kind of mean by when I'm like stepping back from streaming or like taking a break from streaming is that I want to kind of go back to when I just didn't really care what I streamed. So th there was a time years ago where I would, if I was playing a game, I would just be like, Hey, let's turn on the stream um, and just play. And I think it was easier to do back then because I would get between zero and two viewers. So it didn't really matter what I played. But nowadays, it's almost like this weird, not fear, but this weird feeling I get when I stream a game that um, I don't normally stream, where it's like I have to be like entertaining. You have to, you have this pressure to perform. Yeah, it's weird. And it's on me. Like, I know my community like could give two craps about that right <laughs> but it's definitely it's definitely on me but uh it would be interesting to see you stream like rimworld and stellaris at least to me because i find mm -hmm. that stuff interesting because it's something that like i have no interest in the sense of like trying to learn it or play it <laughs> because mm -hmm. it seems way too out there for me it's just not my type of game and those are the yeah. type of games that i enjoy like watching people play strangely enough because like mm -hmm. i know that like it's just coming from like a different perspective so like I enjoy watching like Call of Duty Warzone or like Valorant streams because I, I have no interest in playing those games, but I find people playing it like really interesting to see kind of like how their mind works or like how their decision making sure, yeah. works, you know? Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely want to get back into RimWorld because I think that actually that is that is actually a watchable game to me at least because it has this um, air of like randomness. It's a story generator. So there's always these random events that pop up and you feel connected to these like characters almost and they're always like doing something 
they can form relationships with each other, they can get into fights, they can perma permanently die. Um, so I think there's a connection that can be had with these characters. If you keep seeing them over and over again in stream, you get attached to them. You kind of like, you know, want to see where they go with it. Right. I think there's something there with right. RimWorld as opposed to like other strategy games. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I'm going to give that a shot um, and see see how that goes. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's good for like um, chat interaction too. Like if someone comes by and they're like a... Like, um, a regular viewer you can actually rename a character to that viewer and um i think that you have a lot of die. i think you have a lot of potential uh in my opinion i think that you have a lot of potential with that category if you were to utilize like it, it like i said it really depends on like what you want to do though right like it really depends mm -hmm. on like if you just kind of want to people chill and kind of hang out and like do whatever um but i think that um, if you wanted to like kind of push for like a community or like whatever you want to do and kind of make it like a side thing or whatever, I think you actually have like a lot of potential to do that if you were to like integrate channel points into it somehow. Because I think mm -hmm. like if you were to integrate channel points into it somehow and limit redeems of certain things with like a RimWorld gameplay, that could like totally like, and I don't know, I've never really played RimWorld, so I don't really, I know the concept of it, but I can't really suggest anything to you like concrete. But if like there was a way to like screw up your gameplay or something like that, through like the channel point thing and kind of keep it to like um you know a couple of redeems like um a stream or something like that i think that it could potentially like do really really well right um oh, you or mean, like, you like you, you have to kill somebody or like you have to kill somebody or like you you put this person in like timeout or like a character in timeout for like 20 minutes of in-game time or just like things that would like kind of screw you up so like i don't know like i said i don't play RimWorld, so it's like i don't know some dudes over here like mining or something like that and someone redeems yeah. it. it's like oh i now all of a sudden have to force this guy to leave even though like i really want to do this and it kind mm -hmm. of like puts like it it kind of throws like variables into the game which might be like fun yes. like fun chat chat interaction you know what i mean yeah no i i, to, I totally get what you're saying yeah I think or even the rename renaming thing too would be cool like if you had that as a redeem world or redeem word or something like that uh mm -hmm. or redeem thing for channel points or whatever yeah totally like there's definitely ways that you can make that work um especially like taking one out of game yeah so i mean that would be something that you could totally do and maybe that would be like better i don't know i, I it's just something that would like kind of like make you stand out or whatever and then also make mm -hmm. like viewers come back to the stream like lurk in the stream like maybe chat in the stream or get like more engagement um yeah. out of the stream so you know it might be good so, <laughs> i think it's it'll be really interesting because i'm also like i I, th I definitely will do that there's one other issue that I'm still like trying to figure out, and I also need to test this because my monitor, weird ass resolution. Right, it I know you have like a Twitch. weird monitor. Yeah, it does not like it. Mm. Um, so like whenever I stream, I have pillar bars, which are black bars on the left and the right side of the screen. There's no way for you to mess with that in OBS to crop that. I've tried. Like I can, I can either stretch it or scale it. Or I think the other thing that I'm going to try and do is change my monitor resolution mm. to be normal. Right. Like your 1920 by 1080. Right. And then capture that. So I have to change my monitor resolution first. Yeah. I'm going to see if that works because I've never done anything like that before. 
Yeah, or just go to a three monitor setup and just get a crappy like nineteen twenty by ten eighty monitor or something. Yeah, right. Or whatever. I mean, I have an extra, but I mean, I know it's quarantine, so I haven't been up to your area in like probably I don't know eight months at this point. So, um, <laughs> not probably longer than that. Actually, it's probably almost coming up to like a year at this point. Um, wow. <laughs> I would think, right? I think that last time we actually hung out with was the NZXT meetup that was up there. So whenever that yeah. whenever that was, which was around anime convention, so I think it's been a year. Yeah, since we've actually since, since we've actually hung out IRL. Wow, that really has yeah. been a long time. So it's been a really long yeah. time since we've actually hung out IRL or whatever, because wow. life just got busy for both of us. I think because like you were starting like a new job, yeah. I was starting like new stuff as well, and then COVID hit. <laughs> yeah, it was not a good time for any of us, man. Yeah, it, was, it sucks. It was rough. Um, but okay, so I mean, shout outs to I mean we can actually shout you out now. Um twitch.tv slash pixel underscore pusher one zero one if you guys want to go check them out. You don't have like a stream schedule or anything like that? No, not right now. Okay. I'm just kind of streaming whenever I have the time and whenever I feel like I have like a just you know, a few hours free. Um I'm trying to do more of like a morning or afternoon schedule since I'm most free during then. Okay, so yeah, if you guys are up during the morning or up during the afternoon and you're not degenerates or whatever, then um, definitely go check out Pixel as well for streaming content. Um, also, he doesn't have a stream schedule, so that makes it more in- even more important to go follow him. Because then if you follow guys, it's free, and you get notified uh, every time they go live. And if you hit the bell notification, you get a push notification to your phone too as well. So remember to do that as well. Also follow That's me, twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo. I have a schedule, so I'm more consistent. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Well. Yeah, follow him. <laughs> um, anyway, though, um, I guess moving on from the streamer side of things, I did want to talk to you about this game that you've been playing on yeah. stream. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, is that how you pronounce it? Tsushima. Tsushima. Okay, sure. I'm going to screw that up so much, so whatever. Um, but um, yeah. I've so... seen gameplay of you playing, and I've seen gameplay of other people playing. Already, I don't think I'll like it because it's a stealth game. So, um, so that's my opinion. Already, I don't like it because it's a stealth game. I hate stealth games. I help getting cool weapons <laughs> and getting a cool character, and then I got to tippy toe around everyone, or I'm going to get one shot and die. That's just my thing. But um, <laughs> overall, I know that you've been playing that. Uh, I think you did that for your last two streams, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So, I mean, what um, what have you thought of the game so far in those times or whatever? Um, have you played it off stream and on stream, or just on stream? just on stream so i want to try and put all of the gameplay that i do on stream it's something of a little bit of a challenge for me i guess Mm -hmm. um just having all of that out there right and like you know trying the streaming thing out right um the thing that i will say about the combat though Mm -hmm. is that you have the choice between playing with a stealth style or just going ham and doing like full like frontal combat okay so it is if you want to go that direction it is more like a it becomes more like a dance mm-hmm. it, like there's a lot of tricks you can do in order to avoid hits and do like stabs um, counterattacks and things like that it's very much I, I don't want to say like god of war or anything like that because that's very much right that's like, very much like just going in like slashing a bunch of people like as yeah. much as possible like go crazy type of thing yeah yeah so there's a lot of timing to uh, combat. Mm-hmm. So if you do want to go like with that style, with you just like go head on. There's things that you can do to um, 
make it easier on you so you're not mm -hmm. fighting like 10 guys at a time right so the cool thing is there's uh stuff called um standoffs um, okay if you've ever watched a samurai movie have you ever seen like a samurai just walk up to a dude like all calm his hand is like yeah like almost like western like westerny is what you're like kind of describing to me right like yeah 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 it's yeah, yeah. Like dual like stand like a like a mexican standoff okay and they approach each other and there's this mechanic where you can call them out just like yell at them saying hey come over here mm -hmm. and then you press and hold the triangle button and then when they start to attack you immediately unsheath your sword you and just you go ham them. on them <laughs> yeah and dies in one hit okay okay and then like that starts like the actual fight with the rest of them so you can go into like this really cool almost like choreographed fight because when you get to higher levels um higher unlocks you get abilities to immediately counterattack after a certain like ability like a block a parry mm. or like a dodge right so there's really like there's a lot of ways where you can like thin the entire crowd just by like just dancing and avoiding okay and, um being incredibly like dexterous like there's a really cool feeling to that kind of combat rather than being like a giant brute that's just like bashing everything until they're dead right um so i like that and it goes in line with the kind of artistry that you see with the environments like there's a mysticism to everything. It feels like there's a lot of like spirits and otherworldliness to it all, which I found really, really cool. Like I, I was saying this before um, on our last podcast about how I just really love the environments and just how beautiful they looked. And they look amazing in game. Like there's, there's a certain part like in the intro sequence where you just like, riding off through this field of flowers for the first time right and it the, you know, this entire like valley opens up and you're riding through and all and jin sakai the main character mm -hmm. he's just running his fingers through the flowers as he's riding through this field and i'm like this is like gorgeous that's exactly right. like what i want to do when i'm going through this field and mm -hmm. he does it huh Okay. And yeah, those little yeah, details like, like really mean a lot, especially knowing how long it takes to code those things in <laughs> too as well, you know. Oh yeah, like there's a lot of little details in it um that I really really appreciate. Um all of the environments look beautifully rendered. It doesn't feel stale. Um you know how some places in games can be really like barren, like there's only two people walking around and it's supposed to be like a major town or whatever. Right. And uh you you see this it's like a living breathing world. You know, it feels like this this place is populated, this place should be populated, right? You know? And it feels it feels like it's something that's real and it it, it I know it, it gets meaned a lot, but it really helps the immersion. <laughs> that's cool. I mean, no, I mean, that's cool. I mean, if that yeah, I have no problem with that. I mean, that that sounds pretty neat. Um how long is the game? <laughs> I don't actually know the the playtime, mm. um, since I'm gonna try and do as much of the side quests as possible because I'm actually kind of enjoying it. Like this isn't like a game that I would just blow through and just do the main quest. Right. This is something that I actually want to take time and you know wander around and do side quests in. So okay, I I'd have to look that up, but I'm gonna expect somewhere upwards of a hundred hours. Wow. Because there's okay so. 
the way the 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 island of Tsushima is is um sectioned up, there's mm -hmm. three major parts of the island, and I'm just in the first part. And in order to get to the second and third parts, there's like a there's a castle that I think I have to take. And gotcha. then I'm, I'm pretty sure that unlocks the ability to like get into the other continents. Are you able so, to travel back, Sue? It's like open world, right? So you can go back yeah. anytime. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's open world, and you can fast travel. Okay, cool. So I am totally happy with that ability. I I love being able to fast travel around because I mean, while I love the environments, I really feel like you know I I really feel like I need to accomplish something if I'm gonna play. Yeah, I mean, it fits different play styles, which is nice too. Especially if you only have like a few minutes to play or whatever, like or like thirty minutes to play, it helps. But then also, like for me at least, I'll usually like normal travel to a place first, like for the first time, and then if I ever need to go back, I have that option to fast travel, which is nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Waypoints are nice. Yeah, I I'm still getting used to everything. I'm not a console gamer, be so like I'm all thumbs when I'm playing with a controller. Can you like, not plug in a keyboard and mouse to the PlayStation and play it? I don't believe so. Because no. I know some games do sure. have like keyboard and mouse support. Possibly, yeah. I'm not really sure but, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I have to look in, into that, but I think it's controller only. Um, but yeah, like with the amount of controls that I have to remember. It's it's only growing more and more like the more I play. Got it. <laughs> so it's okay. I'm gonna admit it's kind of a struggle. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't like controllers either, so I get your pain. <laughs> the amount of times that I press the dodge button instead of the block button, <laughs> I, I can't tell you how many times that happened. Yeah, you know the Pokemon MMOs gonna or MOBAs coming out soon, and we're just gonna play it for lols or whatever, and it's gonna be really bad or whatever when that game comes out, and it's like, oh no 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 no, like I'm just gonna be like flailing all over the place with like how restrictive I'm gonna feel like that game is, you know what I mean? Yeah, so exactly. I, I I totally get like what you mean or whatever. It's gonna be bad, for sure. Yeah, totally. But uh, no, I'm I'm having fun with it actually. Like I don't I normally don't like this style of combat. Mm -hmm. Um, but I enjoy it because it gives me the ability to play in a more stealth style, which is more my jam. Right. So, like, if you um, find, like, an enemy camp, like it's a fort, there are little sections in the wall where you can sneak through. There's uh, little things in the environment that you can actually explode and take care of enemies and, mm -hmm. and um, kill, like, large groups of them. You can assassinate by sneaking up behind characters. You can take them out at range with a bow. Right. Um, you have like kunai, um, which are little knives that you can throw at people and, the, and that stuns them. So, right. Like there's so many different mechanics that you can use to take care of like a situation. Mm. It kind of feels a little overwhelming. So I'm trying to like limit it to what I think is most useful and most fun for me. Got it. Which and is fair. This yeah. Is, this is something that I think should be done. I don't think I should be using everything. I just want to use what I think is fun. Yeah. I mean, and if the game allows you to do that, then I think that's like a good game. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, overall review of the game so far, just like TLDR giving, giving us, I hate number reviews, but give us a number review. <laughs> overall, I, I give it like a nine out of 10. Like it's a very, very good game. It's a very okay. solid action game. Yeah. Um, it has a lot of great accessibility options. It's, it's super helpful. Um, finding out where your next objective is 
-hmm. like there's there's this like almost constant wind in the game like it's like this 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 island is just constantly windy Mm. and that wind is pointing you towards your next objective all the time Mm -hmm. and it is so subtle that you don't really notice it until you like pay attention to like the way the the leaves are blowing interesting yeah so it's not like yeah i I don't like games that like hand hold you like a ton but it's like it's subtly there so it's like in the background but it's very easy to like ignore because there's some games where like it's straight up like an arrow (laughs) you know what i mean it like straight up tells you yeah exactly yeah so like it's a very subtle way of showing you your next objective which i really appreciate Mm -hmm. because it matches the world it matches like the expectation that you have when you go into tsushima Mm -hmm. and it genuinely feels like it's just like an immersive way to show you like a navigation system. Like this is your next objective. It's like right over there. Right. And it's really cool because it ties it in because I feel like in the beginning it talked about, um, Oh, spoiler alert, but, um, your father passed away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's pretty by. Yeah. That's really early on. So it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And at one point your character is talking and is trying to, um, reach out to, his dad like you know what do i do and stuff right and like the wind starts blowing around him and starts showing him where to go and so it felt like his father was embodied in the wind itself showing his son like okay this is where you need to go and so i thought that was just a really cool way to tie it all together huh okay i mean yeah i mean it sounds like a good game i i just wish i i don't know i don't have time to play it so i'm probably never gonna play it that's the problem for me it's a very long game. It's, a, it's something that you really have to like take the time and play mm. because it will take at least 50 or 60 hours. If you want to do the main quest itself, I'd say it's 50 or 60. If you want to do more right. and do all the side quests, I'd say looking at how much I've played so far, it's probably up, upwards of 100. Uh, okay. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. good luck with that. I mean, your streams are going to be like super long too. So, I mean, yeah, you're going to have, yeah. like, a lot of streams to be able to, like, stream that or whatever. Like, um, so <laughs> at least you'll you have, like, content for a while or whatever. And then hopefully, yeah. you said you're getting, you have a capture card now. So, hopefully, have you set that up yet or no? No. So, it's coming in okay. a week and a half. Okay. Yeah, it's coming through Amazon. So, um, I'm still going to be streaming on the PlayStation until then. Right. Um, but, yeah, until then, I, until that point, yeah, it's all basic. <laughs> Why am I streaming off PlayStation 4? Yeah, fair enough. I mean, as long as it's, like, working, I mean, that's all that really matters, and, you know, you're having fun with it, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I think I enjoy it. I think um, it's... it's I like it because it's just so easy to just start streaming. Right, right. And it's, like, it's it, there's no barriers for me. And I mm. find that the fewer barriers there are, the, the easier it is I can get into it and just do it. Right, right. No, makes sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, anyway, I think that's really all the topics I had. I don't know if there's anything else that like you wanted to go over, but I, if not, then this would be a great place to end as well. Well, um, if you have a few minutes, uh, uh have you, uh, heard of Arcadum? No, <laughs> not at all. So take it away. <laughs> uh, so well, okay. let me, let I me mean, look at, let me look it up while you're, while you're explaining it too. Real go quick, it, Arcadum is a person. Okay. Arcadum is actually a streamer on Twitch. Okay. And, uh, I wanted to like actually just mention and appreciate this person because he is bringing D&D to the masses. And to me, Dungeons and Dragons is like the greatest game ever made. And he 
is uh, Artatum is a DM. He's a dungeon master, and he plays and runs games with a lot of people. Right uh, currently, um, one of the mo- more popular games that he's running includes Valkyrie, Sykuno, Quarter Jade, Disguised Toast, and Michael Reeves. Okay. So he's running a game called uh, Broken Bonds, and he does it every Sunday, I think. Okay. Sunday. Um, but I have been watching his streams and just getting into like his world and realizing this guy is like a master of his craft. Yeah, it like, seems like he does this full time. Yeah, like that's actually insane to me. Yeah. He is a full time dedicated dungeon master. I yeah. have never heard of such a thing. There's a handful, definitely, like on Twitch, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's like it's actually kind of amazing what he does because he actually created the world that he runs, mm-hmm. and he has been working on this world and making it change as people play through it for the past like twenty years or something. Huh? And it's so he just keeps like adding to it like over and over again to the world. Yeah, so wow. he calls it a living world. Wow. So the actions of players like. You know, everybody uh, in the OTV group right now right. are actually changing how the world behaves and reacts. And other people who are playing in that world, he will actually change the world for them as well. Wow. So it's kind of okay. like he's running a single like person MMO in a way. Huh. That's really he's cool. Like yeah. Changing everything. I think it's just really, really cool. Okay. Uh, what's and his Twitch I, again? Um, twitch.tv slash Arcadum. Okay. I'll add it to the show notes as well later. Yeah. Cool. I mean, yeah, I, I not a D and D watcher. I feel like it goes a little too long. I I think the problem with D and D for me watching it is that if you don't watch the first episode, you're out. And I know you, there's probably YouTube VODs of it too, but I don't have the time to watch those. (laughs) That's the problem with me. You know what I mean? Um, but no, yeah. I mean, that sounds really cool. I mean, maybe I'll definitely check out his stuff or whatever. Um, Apparently, as we're recording this, too, he is actually live right now. So, oh, Pretty really? Cool. Yeah. Cool. He's been live for about five hours. So, Wow. Yeah. I think he streams very, very often. Cool. He's always running games. I think he runs another one with um, Admiral Baru and Moon Moon. So he he actually he has a lot of, um, I, I don't want to say clients, but he has a lot of players. Yeah. I mean, in, in his yeah. world. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. It seems like he's been streaming for a while too. Now that I'm like looking at it too, but uh, yeah. nice. All right, shouts out to him. But uh, yeah, I mean, unless that's it, I think that's probably probably a good time to end. Yeah, it's a good time. It's been about I just an hour. To, like, you know, appreciate yeah. the guy because of just how incredible his job is. For sure, for sure. All right, guys. Well, I think that's gonna be all the time for us, at least. Um, but yeah, thanks guys for coming in as always. Um. Shout outs to Pixel for actually streaming. The meme is finally dead, at least on this podcast. Once again, if you guys, yeah, once again, if you guys want to uh, follow him, twitch.tv slash pixel underscore pusher one zero one, and he won't be streaming soon. It's actually, he's probably streaming now pog, <laughs> which we might need to, we might need to change up that, that command yeah. in our chat. Um, need to update that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, once again, I just really wanted to quickly, uh, mention a couple of things before we end or whatever um so for uh first off i wanted to just give a big i wanted to give a big or big shout out to uh my community at least uh i'm probably right after i say this we're gonna lose like seven people following which really sucks because this always happens but we finally hit 5300 followers on twitch we're exactly at 5300 
which is pretty nice. cool. Um, if you guys didn't know, we started this January at 4,700 exactly, and we're at 5,300. My goal for this year was to get 5,000 followers, so now we're 300 above that. So I do appreciate um, everyone who's been coming through and following. It's been really weird. I've been getting at least like one to two followers like off stream, which has been like really, really interesting and has never really happened before as well. Um, as uh, and then also we have an anonymous tipper who gave us 15 bucks and uh, I didn't save their message because it was like really poorly Google translated. Uh, they even said it in their message that was very poorly Google translated from, I think, Portuguese. But um, he did. But essentially, he said for me to reiterate the message. But he basically said that he appreciated the podcast. And I don't know if stuff is happening in Portugal. I'm really sorry. I'm really like dumb when it comes to like global issues. But he said that like because of the podcast, it's been helping him like get his mind off things and stuff. Um, so he just he wanted be, uh, from Brazil. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, so he said shout outs to us or whatever. So he gave us 15 bucks. So I, I do really appreciate awesome. that. He sent that off stream as well. Um, once again, not saying that I don't appreciate the $15, but, you know, if you guys really want to, um, you know, once again, there are free ways to help the podcast. Um, you can follow Pixel. You can also now subscribe to Pixel because Pixel is a streamer. Um, you can also, um, you know, use your Amazon prime. If you have Amazon link it to your Twitch, you get Twitch prime and then you can sub to our channels for free. If you would like to do that, uh, you can gift subs as well. Don't like just throw me money. Please don't do that. Please save your money. Um, especially during this time of like COVID, um, there are free ways to help support us. Uh, I really feel bad when people like gift subs or sub or anything like that. Um, so I just kind of wanted to throw that out there. You can follow, which is free. You can host the channel or auto host the channel. If you are a streamer or content creator, if you want to help me out with viewership, um, you can even Twitch prime, which is also free. Um, last thing that I kind of wanted to really quickly mention is, um, we, uh, I decided along the lines because a lot of people have been subbing for multiple months now and stuff like that as well. Um, I personally decided, and this is within my own Twitch channel, so keep that in mind, but I've decided to lower the unlock a subscriber emote for 24 hours down to the lowest channel point that you can, which is about 80 channel points. And you roughly get about like 200 channel points per hour. So in theory, if you lurk my stream during a stream, you will be able to unlock pretty much all the emotes. Um, I will say that unfortunately, because it's Twitch, they do limit it. So one, 80 points is the lowest I could make it, as well as Twitch limits the unlock to 24 hours. So mm -hmm. keep that in mind as well. Um, if you really want to have the emotes multiple times or for longer than one day, you'll have to continually unlock those over and over again, which sorry, there's nothing I can do about it. So if you really want the emotes, I would rather a bunch of people be be able to have the emotes rather than paying me money to get the emotes or gifting subs to get the emotes. So keep that in mind as well. Um, it also works great for when we end stream and we go host or raid somebody. If plebs are in the chat or people who aren't subscribed in the chat, they can just really quickly unlock the emote that's used for like raiding. So um, yeah. So I just want to kind of throw that out to everyone. But uh, thank you as always for the support in monetarily or following or what have you and uh yeah it's pretty cool to see 5300 followers uh i guess the next goal technically is 5400 before the end of the year um but yeah i think that's, that's high 5500 man yeah i, I guess i guess yeah i guess uh you know uh maybe maybe higher but yeah 
Uh, thanks, guys, for hanging out, as always. Uh, I really appreciate you guys. Uh, once again, check out the Twitch. Check out the YouTube. Check out our social medias if you want to keep in touch uh, as well. So take it, take it easy, guys. We'll see you on Pixel's stream probably more often than not now because <laughs> he's going to be the more famous one for sure. But anyway, guys, until next week, we'll catch you later. Peace. See you guys.